No, I've seen the days where it's like, I am quitting. <laughs> I am leaving. Oh, you're mentioning that on but, the podcast. Yeah, because it's, it's real. It's normal. It's, normal. it's normal. It's that love-hate relationship with the Slesians. You yes. know, you have your good days, the bad days, but I just think at the end of the day, I just love the mission that the Slesians stand for, working for the young and the poor. Welcome everybody back to Valdoco Podcast, the Slesian Family Podcast. I'm Father Steve. I'm Vicky. And I'm Thomas Seifering. <laughs> Here we go. We got a special guest from down the hill. We are at the Provincial House, the Provincial Center in New Rochelle. And we have Thomas Seifering, the CYM extraordinaire, the one who runs a lot of stuff down there at Slesian High School. And uh, we're happy to have him. We want him on the podcast for a while. And this was kind of a last minute thing. So we're happy you're here, Tommy. I appreciate it. I've always wanted to be a subbin for Valdoco <laughs> in the podcast. Like, I'm a big fan. Shout out to my mom. She loves listening to you guys while she's cooking. <laughs> Shout out to Vicky. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I'm happy I'm a subbing. It's okay. That's it. Good sub. <laughs> Said yes really quick. You did. Last like minute. my job. Subbing. Subbing. Sub them in. So, Thomas, this season is all about, yeah, why do we stay? How did you meet the Slesians? Why do we stay with Don Bosco, trying to live the Slesian charism, trying to live the mission? And uh, you are doing that here at Slesian High School for all the students there, but also helping out the faculty and the Slesians in general, Camp Echo Bay. There's a lot going on here at, uh, at this campus, so we'll just kind of dive in a little bit. But first, we're going to ask you a couple questions, no? This or that? Yeah. So, Thomas, do you prefer to write with a pen or a pencil? Pen. Love pen. Love Can't pen. do pencil. Sorry. <laughs> Black or blue? You know what's funny? I love blue. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, at first, I started in college like writing a black pen, and the professor said, you'll remember more if you write with a blue pen. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. And blue is the official color of pen. Really? For documents. Mm -hmm. Is that like a Snapple fact? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Maybe Snapple. it is. Ice tier lemonade. Oh. <laughs> I love Ronald Palmer's. I mean, it's wow. both. Okay. Uh, I got you. All right. I love iced tea. I'll allow it. Um, Which week of camp is your favorite? Carnival week. Nice. Love it. That's the end of camp? That is the end of camp. Nice. Nice. Very good. <laughs> That's enough for today. Sweet. <laughs> so, Thomas, just give us a little quick introduction. You don't need to go through your whole life story, but uh, give us a little. Who is Thomas Joseph? Is Carmine? it Thomas? Oh yeah, on, Thomas man. Carmine. What? Yeah, I have a lot of middle names. My name is Thomas Joseph Carmine. Confirmation name: David Sievering. Wow, so somebody was really about to steal this identity of yours. Yeah. <laughs> you just okay. give them all the government names. <laughs> hey, you can take all the hats with it. <laughs> so I guess just a little about myself. So my name is Thomas Seifring. Uh, you know, uh, from the Bronx. Went to Salesian High School. Then I obviously went on to college. And one day, Father John Sari was like, hey, do you want to work here? And uh, ever since then, I've just been back at Salesian. You know, I was in college at Salesian working as a secretary. I worked at the camp since high school. And then once I graduated college, Father John said, hey, listen, from secretary, you're going to be teaching and uh, be the assistant youth minister. And, um, and today I'm uh, the coordinator of youth ministry. I'm the camp director. And I'm also a teacher at the school. And uh, I love every moment of it, you know, being with the kids and, you know, just spreading the message of Don Bosco. Amen. When did you graduate high school? I graduated in 2013, about to be 10 years since I left Salesian <laughs> High School. Wow. That's so scary. Man. Yikes. I'm getting, old. I'm getting old. I'm going to be a dad, too. Yes, congratulations. Mm -hmm. He is going to be a dad. Shout out to his wife, Jill. Then my, my wife here at Camp Echo Bay. We got married in our Salesian High School chapel. 
You know, my life, I think everything in my life revolves around Salesian High School yeah. and Salesians. Which means it's a love-hate relationship, no? <laughs> it is a love-hate relationship at times, but, you know, at the end of the day, I have to, you know, give my thanks to Salesians for everything that they've done for me. Um, you know, they took a chance on me. If you really, To me, they took a chance on me big time. You know, my freshman year, I was actually going to leave because uh, it just came to a point where I knew my parents were struggling financially. And, you know, I went to his, uh, uh, Steve Aguino at the time. And I'm sorry, uh, Mike Aguino at the time. And I told him, you know, I was, I was starting to love it. And unfortunately, my parents were, uh, were going to pull me out. And uh, it was just financially. So he went to the director at the time, Father Pat Angelucci, and said, you know, we're going to lose this great kid. And, you know, they put, you know, all their money in <laughs> on me and... <laughs> You know, thankfully, Father Pat took that chance and helped my family out. And f- to that day, I'm forever grateful. Wow. And then through all the struggles in my life, you know, the solution was always there. You know, when my mom got cancer, you know, when I just had own, my own personal issues, like Steve, Father Steve DeMiles, my guy, he's always, he's just always been there. So I, I give him a lot of credit to all the solutions. Amen. And when you were in high school, you were kind of a quiet kid in the beginning, no? But there... <laughs> <laughs> I was very quiet. Yeah. I actually have a story. I'm, I'm not going to share on the podcast, but I was very quiet. Yeah. Very. But then a certain thing, I mean, for people to see you now, the way that you animate and the way that you're, you know, running around, willing to talk to anybody, not afraid of anything. Um, obviously, there was a change. And I know, I'm pretty sure you have a story in high school of maybe a moment that uh, just the Slesian charism, or maybe I think it was the leadership retreat or something happened in your high school that kind of... Because weren't you the president at the end of your four years? Weren't you the president of Slesian High School? Wow. I was the student body president somehow. That quiet kid became student body president. And, you know, I think that come to Jesus moment was, you know, when Mike Aguino, you know, spoke about me to Father Pat. And also when I went on MLR back in 2012. And I think Father Steve Ryan was uh, the head at the time. Maybe. Could have been, yeah. So, but, you know, it was that come to Jesus moment that really, you know, opened my eyes. And it was just, you know, I realized at that moment that the Salesians are more than just, you know, in New Rochelle. You got to see all the kids around the world that you relate with them. And it's in that moment that it's like, you know, I have to somehow spread this message and share others about, you know, how the Salesians could really change someone. Yeah, it's kind of wild. That is, I mean, it's wild. I didn't know that you were quiet also because I met you much later on when we were in college serving in Nicaragua. I know you did that a lot of times. And then even now, like working with you, I think just, yeah, I never would have thought you were the the quiet one for sure because it just, the way that you are with the boys, the way that you, I think it is the no fear, like the way that you approach all situations with, okay, like this is what I have to do. So it's, Almost like that Funny time with uh, Bartholomew Grelly where Don Bosco just took that risk. You know, uh, you know, we have all these times in our life where we can pass up a kid, you know, sometimes walk by and it's just, you just have to be open to them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I was missing at one point in my life. But it was when, like I said, the Salesians just came in and took that risk. And we have to do that. You know, we have to speak to our kids. We have to be open with them. You know, we don't know what they're going through. I have so many students that every day when I talk to them, there's always something going on. And I'm just happy that I can be there to accompany them on the, their journey. Beautiful. And what have you learned, I guess, over these years? Because I think you've seen a lot of the different Salesian works between school, going on for, like retreats, uh, international trips, and then Camp Echo Bay. So I guess what have you seen um, about the Salesian charism or the Salesian mission that has, I don't know, that has kept you here? You know, because I know 
I've seen the bad days. No, I've seen the days where it's like, I am quitting. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am leaving. Oh, you're mentioning that on but, the podcast. Yeah, because it's, it's real. It's normal. It's, <laughs> normal. Know, it's that love-hate relationship with the lesions. You yes. know, you have your good days, the bad days, but I just think at the end of the day, I just love the mission that the lesions stand for, working for the young and the poor. You know, there's so many of us in the world that we struggle, and, you know, there's public schools and private schools that really don't identify with, you know, working with kids like us. Is this something about the lesions where is this like how often do you and I how often do you see a priest go out and play spike ball with a kid? Mm. Or, you know, just track down a kid like Father Tom Brennan is always just tracking down a kid just to see how they are. Yeah. You know, sometimes in a public school, there are these big private schools, you know, they're just like another person. At Salesian schools, you're just different. Mm. It really is. And I just I really don't know how to explain it, but when you work at the school, it's just yeah, it's just it's just like a different vibe. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I guess from the different mission aspects of seeing the, the solutions in Nicaragua, you know, that was another come to Jesus moment where, you know, I just couldn't get over, like, I, I don't know how you felt, but for me it was just like, I can't get over that in this side of the world, how people live. But the solutions were there. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that was probably what, like a, something that stood out to me, like learning about the solutions is that they don't leave, right? So in all the places when bad things are happening, that the solutions stay, like that they are the ones that, Say so I'm not going to leave, right? There's still people here that need to need to be served, that need to be loved, that need to be cared for. And um, yeah, just that always struck me. And I agree. Yeah, going to Nicaragua, especially the part that we were and the things that we did on that trip um, were, I mean, they change your life, right? And then that people dedicate their whole life to serving like a community in such like great need, but that that's their everyday life, right? That that's that community's reality. So not only like stepping in and bringing other people to step into the reality of somebody else's life, but doing it in such a way that it's not demeaning, right? Like we were never, it wasn't meant to be like we're this like saving complex, but just in it with them, really experiencing and trying to learn from their actual lived reality, which I always appreciated. Um, and I think I, I always, like when I thought of other mission trips of doing other things, it always felt wrong to even consider doing it without the Salesians because I wasn't sure of what kind of experience I was going to get. But if I was going with the Salesians, I knew that it was never going to be about, okay, we're here to be Jesus for them. It's not like Jesus is there. And so I always felt confident that if I chose to go on a mission or chose to serve alongside Salesians, the sisters and the brothers and the priests, that it would be like a real experience, not this fluffy come home and okay it was volunteerism but this real in it with them so yeah i can understand that just working with you tommy and seeing you know one of the reasons why there's you know there's a lot of passion in you because i think your heart is in it you no know? and i think that's what the Salesians we always say matter of the heart that it's relational it's trying to speak heart to heart it's trying to speak to people where they're at and uh you know, that's why maybe days are, are more difficult because you are so emotionally invested. No, you are so <laughs> invested with your heart and uh, and trying to, and I appreciate, you know, I appreciate what you do of, of trying to continue Don Bosco's mission and trying to really make um, Salesian High School that place that it's supposed to be. You know, that the home school, parish, playground, everything that we've talked about on this podcast and that we try as Salesians to do. Um, but then thank God, you know, I'm a priest here, a Salesian priest, but thank God we have the Salesian family, you know, Vicky and Tommy and all the other teachers and people who really help out the mission because Don Bosco knew that he couldn't do it alone. And, um, you know, the SDBs, the priests and the brothers, we hopefully recognize that uh, we can't do it alone either and that we need, uh, yeah, we need people. And it does, 
sometimes even me, you know, I can do better on myself, I can do better on my own, and maybe you get it done because it's easier, but it's not better. You know, it's, it's better to, to do it together as a family, it's better to do it together as a community. Um, so it's not always easy, but uh, I definitely appreciate what you do down there, Tommy. And uh, if we could ask, I don't know, maybe some, a personal experience that you that you take with you, if there's a moment that you can think of that kind of solidifies for you um, to help you to go back, you know, like a moment that you just realize that that's why I do it. And so I hold on to that moment so that I can remember why I do it. So I don't know if there's a, a moment you can, I know you're putting you on the spot here, but wow. if there's a, <laughs> one of those moments that kind of holds you, that kind of gives you consolation, that allows you to remember why you do what you do, why you continue to work with the Salesians. Um, wow, that's a tough one. Um, I, I'm going to uh, come back tomorrow. Oh my God, I might cry on this part. <laughs> 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 I was not expecting this thing. All right, I mean, I guess that moment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to have to get emotional on this. I have to bring him up. It's George. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so uh, for those who don't know, um, so I, when I first started at Silesian High School, I started with a great man, and he was just so impactful. Uh, his name was uh, George Jean Vierre. Um, I was his assistant for up until COVID, and unfortunately, um, he got COVID. He passed away, and... You know, I was asked to step into that role, but every day when I met with George, we would just have conversations in our day where we would hear different stories from the kids. And I think one of the biggest moments was when a kid just came into our office the first year, like did not, um, the kid, like we did not know the kid. It was our first year and he came up to us and we were in there just laughing and the kid came in very upset and he had no food. And we were like, oh, like for lunch and he didn't eat in three, four days. And George and I looked at each other like, we got to do something. So what we did is we literally found out where he lived and we (laughs) delivered probably like $300 worth of food. Maybe some of it went to waste, but we just, we we wanted to do something right then and there. And I just think about that moment because my first year teaching right out of college and here we were just two guys starting off a job fresh and new. And we just wanted to make a difference. We just wanted to live this idea that Don Bosco worked for young people and the young and the poor and i just try to remember that every day that one moment that george and i had you know so i'm very grateful for him and that moment in my life because that that's what grounds me in my work you know that's what brings me to reality every day that you know the kids that i'm coming to every day have their issues but their issues are part of my issues that i want to better them and -hmm. bring them closer to christ and you know make them better men you know men of the future and leaders beautiful amen thank you <laughs> you held it together. You held it there. Is this the first tears on a podcast? Izzy cried, I think. Izzy cried. Oh, oh no, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> she did. She got choked up. That was good. Thank you. For, thank, thank you for sharing. Well, and just like I think that that spirit really drives you. Like I think of you during the midnight runs and how like what a passion project. I mean, that's continued, but like really like how you even just like talk to the boys about like how to encounter someone, right? Like look at them like talk to the person and then offer them something. It's not just like here, take it. Like you're welcome. Goodbye. Like, right. But that there's variety and even like what you're offering, that there's like things of hygiene, that there's clothing, that there's whatever it is that it's not just, okay, we're going to have this experience in the city and deliver things to people in need, but that the real like intention behind it. And I think 
you know, like, I mean, I've, I've spoken about it with you before, but just like the intention behind how you do your job was like shocking. Like, remember, I told, I, and I've told Tommy, you know, because CYM is a hard job, especially when you just step into it, not expecting you're going to be the CYM. And I say it all the time. I'm like, it's like this thing comes over you and you're just like, you say what the boys need to hear. And like, they're in it. Like they're with you. Like you tell them, this is what we're doing. Like, they're like, let's go. And like, sometimes they're harder, right? Than others of getting them to go along with you. Um, but even just like, when you talk to them during mass, like it's all with this like real intentionality that it's beautiful. Like I really, even on the hard days, like you are doing something that you're like, we're designed to do, like made to do this job of encountering these students, like, you know, where they are. So it's, it's beautiful to see. I'm really thankful. I get to walk down the hill and see little pieces of it because it's, I don't know, like it, it makes the work real. Right. Like I could sit at a computer all day and like never have a contact ever with like a young person and just do everything over the phone, whatever. But that I get to like see it like at work is good. And it's challenging, too. Amen. So, Tommy, if you can give us uh, some advice. Mm -hmm. So looking back either to the little quiet Thomas Seifring freshman <laughs> year of high school or maybe some advice to, you know, young person in general, high school going up. uh in the Salesian family, outside the Salesian family, you know, somebody who may be listening to this, maybe some advice that you've learned over the years. I think the biggest advice, and I tell my students every day, is just not to give up. Mm. You know, there are going to be struggles in your life that knock you down. But whatever you do in life, just keep going, okay? Um, and I've had those moments in my life. You, I've come to you where I said, Steve, I think I'm going to quit. <laughs> you know, you say that in the heat of the moment, but then when you think about it, it's like, this is your job. This is your responsibility. Like, you are a student. We have to get an education. But at the end of the day, like, we can't give up on what our tasks are in life. You know, at the end of the day, it's going to benefit us in the long run. And I definitely just think that if I could go back in time and say, Tommy Seifring, just, you know, keep doing your thing. You're going to be all right. But just remember not to give up. So I definitely would just give that to all my students, as I always say, but also to my younger self. Beautiful. Great. Good job. Thomas Seifert on the podcast. That's right. Oh, my first one. First, out, <laughs> first, out, 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 first one. Are we inviting him back? I don't know. <laughs> we'll put out a poll. Do we want <laughs> Thomas Seifert back? <laughs> <laughs> I was only a sub in real. <laughs> saved the day. Saved the day. You're a saved the it, day. Man. Peter Parker. <laughs> I didn't talk about that yet. <laughs> Oh man, so Thomas, unfortunately it's a it's a short podcast, so we'll we'll invite you back again another time. I appreciate for it. For the real one. This was just a sub. This was just a taste. This is a test. For everybody else. This is a taste of Thomas Seifring. <laughs> Get ready for the full hour. The full hour podcast. We could talk about camp, <laughs> CYM, retreat. We'll do a camp before and after trips. Yeah, Come we'll on, let's do that's, one. that's a good idea actually. We'll we'll record one episode twenty minutes before camp season and twenty minutes after camp season. It's gonna be loopy and, and raspy. We'll <laughs> Vicky might quit our job too. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, good. So we always ask the guest to pray on the way out. So if you could just lead us in a little prayer as we finish this episode. Yes, sir. So uh, as always, we'll just start in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So Heavenly Father, we come to you today uh, to thank you for the accompaniment of you know us as a Salesian family as we accompany people on our Valdoco journey. That we all have, you know, different experiences, but they're all similar experiences within our Salesian family. And we come to you to pray, 
you know, just to thank you for Don Bosco and his mission to work for the young and the poor. And since it is May and uh, we entrust everything to the Blessed Mother, as we say, Hail Mary, full, full of grace, grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, hope Christians, pray for us. St. Don Bosco, pray for us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you, Thomas C. Frey, Father Steve, and Vicky for everything you do. Aww. Amen. See you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.